solutions to save America one show at a time. Are you ready to get on board? They believe that they can they can destroy this bond that exists between you and Trump if they somehow make Trump look bad, make Trump look like a reprobate, embarrass you about Trump. They can't do it because you came before Trump desperately want Trump gone, and I, I know that they desperately want it codified, that Trump cannot run again, because make no mistake, they remain scared to death of you, and they remain scared to death of Trump. Uh, Trump, 75 million, 80 million votes, and I'm going to tell you, you're not going anywhere. Even if Trump does, you're not which I think remains one of our big campaign strengths going forward. They can't separate you from Trump. And more importantly, they can't separate you from the ideas. They can't separate you from MAGA. They can't separate you from Make America Great Again. From sea to shining sea, three hours of bold truth and excellence. The Wendy Bell Radio Program. Welcome back. Hour number two of the Wendy Bell Radio Program. Delighted to have you here on the show with us. Two million podcast downloads strong. Wendy Bell Radio. If you haven't tried us, give us a sample. Give us a day. Give us a week. I think we'll have you uh, part of the family forever. So welcome home, everybody. You know, it was interesting as I got off the air on Friday, and this was after the disastrous press conference, after the Her Report dropped that said he was a, a well-meaning uh, elderly dude with a bad memory and just painfully slow meandering thoughts. And then, and then in the worst move ever, they put him out there, Joe Biden, and he answers some questions. And he sounds like everybody in your life that you have seen as they begin to slip through your fingers. It's not funny. It's not something to mock. Uh, It is alarming. um, And it is truly despicable to me how many people are allowing it to continue. Uh, And it makes me angry because our national security is completely at risk. I mean, we got Lloyd Austin back in the hospital. Right. I mean, I, I don't wish any ill will upon that man either. But for heaven's sakes. What is going on? The only thing we know is it's not at all what they tell us. And when you don't have faith in your government, if you don't have faith in the ability of the people who have been picked ostensibly to serve in really specific capacities, what do you have? You have unease. I notice in my city of Pittsburgh, I am much more aware, always walking into stores by myself, being in the neighborhood, walking the dog, just aware. We all have to be. And it makes me angry that we have to be. Because I don't remember feeling like I had to be. 
before Joe Biden. So the media, and I was I started to say this Friday, CNN actually, to their credit, must have gotten the green light from somebody. Whether it's the people in charge, what have you, I don't know. But in the next half hour, we're going to go into some sound that is truly illustrative of the ditching, the official off-ramp off of Team Biden that the media are taking. Joe himself at that press conference on Friday, when he was asked about the mishandling of classified documents, and it says in the first paragraph of Robert Hur's special counsel report, he mishandled willfully and intentionally mishandled documents. He couldn't admit it. Joe Biden, the alleged president of the United States, the leader of the free world, leading by example, by lying and throwing his staff members under the bus. And I cannot tolerate a spineless individual who demands our respect and deserves it. Never. Here's Joe Biden and his teammates, Team Biden, on his, you know, in his administration staff, getting thrown under the bus. Go. Do you take responsibility for at least being careless with classified material? I take responsibility for not having seen exactly what my staff was doing. There's, it goes in and points out. Things that appeared in my garage, things that came out of my home, things that were moved, were moved not by me, but my staff. But my staff. Bob, my staff, did the staff move it out of the skiff? Did the staff move it from the the White House? Did the staff move it from the halls of Congress? Did the staff plan all of that, Joe? Of course not. How gross. Can you imagine being part of that administration, realizing that everything that you were doing sucked and that you were lying to people and propping up a false president who everybody knew was not mentally capable and lying every day to pretend that he is only to have him poo on you at the end. Because that's what they got. A mouthful of it. How about Mayorkas? This is Mayorkas Alejandro pretending Biden is not old. He's trying to tell you that he's so he's so vigorous. that One of the hardest things in, in Alejandro Mayorkas' day isn't just making millions of Americans unsafe by welcoming in randos who ought not be in our country. It's preparing for a meeting with that laser-focused trap of a mind inside Joe Biden's head. Oh, yeah. Listen. Then made gratuitous, unnecessary, and inaccurate personal remarks, and those are improper. The most difficult part about a meeting with President Biden is preparing for it because he is sharp, intensely probing and detail oriented and focused. (laughs) I mean, I don't mean to be rude, but what the hell? It kind of feels good. He's intensely focused. He's probing. He didn't know when he was vice president. And he forgets where he is all the time. But when we're talking, he's right there with me. And I got to get ready. Sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night. Oh, my gosh. What is the president going to ask me today? I better get prepared. Right. Right. Alejandro, you're the same dude who told us for three years the border is secure. And then you've got Jen Pasake. (laughs) 
I wonder if she's still ticked off about about Tucker trying to be relevant with his 180 million views of sitting down with Vladimir Putin, Jen. Oh, then she brings in goofball klutz. Number one, Adam Schiff. Hey, if you can't defend your guy, okay, you've got to drop some other hypothesis. And Russia has worked in the past. I, you know what? I think we should totally, we should totally go with that again. Here you go, Jen Psaki, Adam Schiff. Are you worried um, that Putin could be attempting and the Kremlin could be attempting to intervene in our election in 2024? And should we <laughs> all be spending more time talking about that? I am very concerned about it. Uh, it wouldn't <laughs> be the first time that Russia's intervened in our election. No. It wouldn't be the first time they've no. to try to help elect Donald Trump. Uh, and they have so much more at stake today than they did back in 2016 uh, with the war going on in Ukraine, uh, with uh, NATO enlarging around it. Uh, they feel beleaguered. Uh, and here comes Donald Trump, a real lifeline. They have more at stake. They have less reason to avoid risk. The United States is supporting uh, Ukraine in the war or has been until Trump's influence on the GOP. So they have more at stake now than they did before. They have less risk aversion than they did before. Mm. So, yes, we should mm. fully expect them to engage. It's just a question of how much they engage. Look at Jen Psaki. She's like, dang, I should have gotten my roots done before this interview. By golly. Right. What do you think about Russia, Russia, Russia? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Russia, they're emboldened. And, and he's a Putin puppet. Of course. Yes. Yes. Is it so gross? Don't you look at it and say, what's it like to allow somebody to live in your brain every moment of your day? Because that's what's going on. And this is not to be outdone by this guy. His name is Mitch Landrew. He is a Biden campaign co-chair. And he's going to pair it off of Alex Mayorkas saying, I'll tell you what, <laughs> there's nothing more ferocious than going into a meeting with Joe Biden. I mean, it's serious. And uh, I've never seen anything like it. The guy is a wizard. Go. And I'm telling you, this guy's tough, he's smart, he's on his game. And as Secretary Mallorca said a minute ago, when you go in to brief the president, you, gotta, you better have your big boy pants on. And, and this kind of sense that he's not ready for this job is just a bucket of BS that's so deep, your boots will get stuck in it. Yeah, understood, but, but Americans don't agree with what you're saying. In fact, our NBC <laughs> News poll found that 76% of voters are concerned about whether the president has the necessary mental and physical health to be president for a second. Term. It was a good try, Kristen. He was he was destined to lie the whole time. You've got to have your big boy depends pants on. You got to be ready to go in there because he's a fierce. And Kristen was just talking about, well, 70 odd percent of our viewers think dude is too old. Well, you know what? That's not even close to what I'm getting out of this PJmedia.com report. You know, this this Robert Her special counsel thing. It uh, is definitely moving the needle among people who maybe otherwise wouldn't have stepped forward and said, come on, man, the dude is shot, right? And I'm going to drop this number on you because it's, it's much bigger than that. So there's a little smorgasbord, a little menagerie of, uh, of color commentary of suck, all the various places that the media want you in a propagandistic way 
to uh, to focus your attention, but we do not. And when we come back, by the way, on the Wendy Bell Radio program, not only am I going to drop this this new poll on you, <laughs> poll about what voters think about Joe Biden's brain power. How about how the New York Times has now dropped Joe Biden? Editorial board said, "Sayonara, proof of it." Next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. So I think you're you're starting to see the the decay. You know, I think I think we're starting to see this this refusal of more and more Americans who really don't want to get involved in politics. They know it's dirty. They know it doesn't do anything to benefit them. They're tired of being lied to. They don't like the noise on either side. You cannot refute what you see with your own eyes and hear with your own ears. And this party, the Democrats, are expecting you to do just that. Don't believe yourself. But it's not working. PJmedia.com headline first post her poll. 86% of voters think Biden is too old to serve another term. 86%. And so this is now greasing the skids for Biden's only a few years older than Donald Trump. So if Joe Biden is not is, is too old, clearly Donald Trump is too old. And did you see the campaign ad in the Super Bowl for RFK Jr. yesterday? He says he didn't put it out. He had nothing to do with it. He had no idea it was going on. And he was so worried that some of his family members would be offended by it because it used old Kennedy campaign video. You know, his dad was killed 55 years ago. But in this ad that aired during the Super Bowl yesterday, it said, basically, RFK Jr. is the candidate who's not too old to take the job. Clearly, everybody is seizing on this idea. So here's the here's the nuts and potatoes and nuts and bolts, if I should say, of this poll. The first poll to come out following the devastating report by special counsel Robert Hur shows voters are even more skeptical about Joe Biden being able to serve as president for another term. The poll conducted using Ipsos knowledge panel, whatever that means, found that 86 percent of voters believe Joe Biden is too old to serve a second term. That's up from a September poll showing 74 percent of voters. So that's an uptick of 12 percent since, what, six months ago? And you can thank Robert Hur's report for that. Now, the poll shows 59 percent of voters think both Biden and Donald Trump are too old to serve. Do you guys get that vibe at all about Donald Trump? Look, any of us could die at any moment. And I think over a certain age, like over 80, I think it's X percentage a year that is added into that. Of course, is he more, is Donald Trump at 77 more likely to die of whatever older people die of than perhaps I am at 53 for sure? But is that an argument to prevent arguably the best president of my lifetime from getting back in office and strategically undoing the nonsense that has been done? Absolutely not. Of course. So this is the headline from the Daily Mail. This is the London website. And it's it's entitled this. The week Biden lost the New York Times, liberal papers editorial board Unleashes astonishing broadside warning of a, quote, dark moment as it runs back to back opinion pieces, knifing the elderly president after damning special counsel report. This is what it says. 
This is by, this is for the Daily Mail, but this is talking about the editorial board for the Times, basically saying, dude, a shot. Here's the story. Joe Biden is incapable of assuring voters that he can handle another presidential term. His team has no plan on how to deal with his senile behavior, and he should simply not be running for re-election. According to the New York Times authors, what? Anxieties from the Liberal Times editorial board and opinion writers show how worried they are that ailing Biden may not be able to beat bad man Donald Trump this year. The back-to-back opinion pieces knifing the elderly president, 81, over the weekend comes after a Justice Department report ripped into his handling of classified documents and portrayed him as a forgetful old man. Biden's lack of enthusiasm on the campaign trail, coupled with his doddering public appearances and crotchety grandpa attitude, are huge concerns during this, quote, dark time in his presidential tenure, according to the left-leaning paper. Quote, he needs to do more to show the public that he is fully capable of holding office until age 86, the Times board stated on Sunday or on Saturday. On February 8th, the New York Times editorial board published a damning, honest opinion piece titled The Challenges of an aging president. Of course, they wanted that to ensconce Donald Trump as well, but this is specific to Joe Biden. They say Biden's performance at that news conference Thursday night was intended to assure the public his memory is fine. But of course, instead, according to the opinion piece, the president raised more questions about his cognitive sharpness and temperament as he delivered emotional and snappish retorts in a moment when people were looking for steady even, and capable responses to fair questions about his fitness. This is pretty amazing. And finally, the board wrote, quote, his assurances didn't work. He must do better. The stakes in this presidential election are too high. See, they're not for Trump, of course, but they're also not for senile. When we come back, ladies and gentlemen, after the short break, CNN takes off the gloves and they actually do some honest fa- fact checking. Who are you and what have you done to them? Next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. You know, the greatest challenge of, uh, of the full circling of the propaganda lie garbage cycle, the, the whole circular idea of it is ultimately you come to the very end of it and then they have to come out and be like yeah we've kind of been lying to you from the very beginning but hey it was for your greater good hey we were were looking out for you we are worried about you and we're very basic i'm a very basic woman i don't need to be wined and dined i don't need roses just love me just just love me unconditionally and, and be honest and have my six because I have that for you, right? It's not complicated, but they're going to ask you to forget. They're going to rely on your short-term memory. They're going to think that they are able to pull one over on you. Do not forget what any of these people have done to you ever Hell freezes over. 
That's the headline here on the Gateway Pundit. I love this headline. CNN does a brutal fact check of claims Biden made during his disaster address. Don't try now, John Berman, after years of sucking to pretend that all of a sudden you see the light. Oh, yeah. Maybe I was wrong. No, maybe you are a cog in a wheel of this propaganda mill that we're so damn tired of. Stop lying to us. Stop telling us to not believe our own eyes and ears. Stop telling us that everything is great when we know that it's not. Stop telling us that everything is safe and secure when we know that it's not. And you get that weird tingle in your neighborhood as you're walking alone at night. Hoping that if somebody actually jumps out at you, your dog's not going to be the one who always wags his tail and tries to lick them. Right? Don't tell me that that doesn't, that doesn't exist in us. The feeling of unease. Because it does. CNN, though, to some degree of credit, did say the quiet part out loud. Joe Biden is a terrible liar. And they used the whole fact check thing. Wow, that's phenomenal. Because the whole fact check thing, of course, was meant as a cover to silence people from speaking the truth. Well, we need to get all these minions of, of unelected and unselected, unapproved hacks who are products probably of sucky collegiate journalism programs, which are almost exclusively liberal, progressive, socialist, Marxist offerings to tell us what we are and aren't allowed to say, to tell us what is and is not the truth. But it is curious here that CNN's John Berman with some other weasel guy, whatever, he's just some kind of geek who's standing there who's going to be like, yeah, I fact check what Joe Biden said and it doesn't seem like it's correct. No, duh. Where have you been? Schmucks. So here we go. <laughs> here's, here's about Joe Biden saying all of the stuff in his garage, you know, all of the special counsel photographs were freaking damning. They showed that Joe and Jill live in the same disarray squalor that we all do as our garages and our basements and all those little spaces that are stuffed with crap that we know we need to dump but for some reason haven't yet. Oh, yeah, in there were boxes of classified materials and top secret crap about the war in Afghanistan. Right. And Joe Biden made a very specific claim that John Berman and this other weirdo are going to now debunk for you. Interesting. Go. While one thing that President Biden said is basically that he stored the documents in filing cabinets that could be locked. Let's listen. All the stuff that was in my home was in filing cabinets that were either locked or able to be locked. Daniel. Just not true, John. Uh, this report from the special counsel includes photos. Those photos include shots <laughs> of a box uh, just sitting in President Biden's Delaware garage. The special counsel described it as a badly damaged box sitting amid household detritus. So there was some material that was in c cabinets uh, locked or lockable, as the president said, but all of it certainly not. And that open, unsealed, damaged box included, according to the special counsel, highly sensitive, top secret material about the war in Afghanistan. So wild that they're talking about this. Where you been, Daniel Dale? That's who that guy is. He's apparently CNN's fact checker. Can you imagine if that was your title? I would be so embarrassed. I'd be like, I work for CNN. What do you do? Yeah, a little this, little that. I'm a fact checker. Okay. Audio soundbite number two. Apparently the bridge too far. 
was was basically for for CNN to have them come out and do this. The bridge too far was uh, was Joe Joe Biden's claim that no, 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 that I had no top secret stuff. Listen. Okay, another claim that President Biden made. None of the documents were highly classified. Let's listen. None of it was high classified. Didn't have any of that red stuff on it. You know what I mean? Around the corners. None of that. Daniel. That claim that he didn't have any material that was quote unquote high classified is also not true, John. The special counsel's report says that the president possessed multiple highly classified documents that were indeed marked as being highly classified documents, including some marked as top secret slash SCI, sensitive compartmented information. That is a very high level of classification. For example, special counsel Her uh, discussed two top secret documents about Afghanistan found in that open unsealed damage box in the garage, one of which Her said contains highly sensitive info about military programs and another that contains info about sensitive intelligence and sources and methods. Now, it's not clear, John, if any of those Biden documents had those colored borders we saw on classified docs that former President Trump had, which I think is what President Biden was referring to uh, when he talked about red around the corners. But still, whatever coloring these documents had, the special counsel says they were clearly marked as highly classified. And then I should add, her also said that investigators' analysis of Biden's own handwritten notes from his time as vice president showed that these notebooks also contained highly classified info, though those were not marked. And her said a sampling of 37 excerpts found that, quote, eight are top secret with sensitive compartmented information, seven of which include information concerning human intelligence sources, plus six others that were top secret. So this is this is like 17 hours after Joe Biden's debacle, right? 17 hours. They've been given the green light. All right, it's time to detour off of the Biden highway. And and this final one, Joe Biden said he never revealed any kind of classified information with anybody. Never talked about it. That's a lie. That's not what I did. I didn't do that. How does that how does that fly with the CNN fact checkers? Listen. Uh, And then the third claim that he made, (laughs) Daniel, there was that he did not share classified information with a ghostwriter on a book he was working on. Listen to that. I did not share classified information. I did not share it. With your ghostwriter? With my ghostwriter. I did not. Mm-hmm. Guarantee you did not. But what the special counsel said it. Well, no, I did not say that. Okay. He did not say that. So he's entitled to say he didn't do it. He can defend himself. But he also said the special counsel didn't say that he did share that classified info with the ghostwriter. Except, John, the special counsel did say that explicitly. Her wrote, quote, Mr. Biden shared information, including some classified information from those notebooks with his ghostwriter. So there it is in black and white. Now, her did elaborate (laughs) that Biden shared classified info with the ghostwriter uh, by reading nearly verbatim from the notebooks on at least three occasions, including notes from meetings in the situation room. He did find that Biden, quote, at times tried to avoid sharing classified info, like by skipping over certain material as he was reading them to the ghostwriter. And her did write that the evidence does not show that Biden knew the info was classified. Nonetheless, even though the special counsel did clearly give him some material to defend himself with, this is not a factual defense. So he could cite the factual stuff, you know, her said, didn't know it was intentional, et cetera. But declaring the special counsel just did not say what he said, John, is not a factual defense. God, they're terrible.
you're just terrible. You're boring and you're terrible. Ding, 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 ding. Should we possibly talk about this story from the AP in, in the case that Daniel Dale and John Berman from CNN forgot how the ghostwriter of Biden's memoirs ended up in the center of a classified documents probe? It's right here in black and white. You don't have to sit there and opine. It's obvious they interviewed the ghostwriter. First of all, can you imagine having a ghostwriter? Why can't you just write your own book? Right? I, I have enough to write. I could, talk, I could write a book. If I wanted to write a book and I had a deadline to write a book, I would write a book. I wouldn't call somebody and be like, hey, <laughs> um, why don't you write a book pretending like you're me? And we'll just sell it like that. Wouldn't that be great? It'll be awesome. He has to have somebody help him write a book. Okay, fine, whatever. The ghostwriter said, he shared with me and read to me top secret classified information that he should not have told me about. And I knew that he shouldn't have told me about it. And I deleted some of the audio tapes, even though I knew there was a special counsel who was called to investigate Joe Biden's handling of classified documents. Should we, what else do I need to tell these clowns? At CNN, it's almost, it's almost ridiculous. This is perhaps my favorite exchange. So there is a, um, let's just say there's a first string of mouthpieces that are, who are sent out to talk about what Joe Biden talks about, to run interference for him. Ian Sams is a geeky little guy who is among them. And there's a reporter in the press pool on Friday that says something very basic. You know, just like the Zelensky phone call when Alexander Vindman got his boxers in a bunch and was like, oh, my God, I heard something. Right. Trump said, what did he do? He's like, well, here's the here's the transcript. Boom. But you guys decide. This is what I said. This is what he said. There's nothing classified there. Go ahead and go ahead and read it. Why not do the same thing, Ian Sams asks a reporter. Go. Finally, does the president support the release of the entire transcript of his interview uh, to put to rest uh, some of these things that you think are being overlooked? It's a reasonable question. I think that uh, it's important to know that we're dealing with classified materials in this conversation. <laughs> there are classification issues Total. there. I don't have any announcement on, you know, releasing anything today, yeah. but it's a, it's a reasonable question, mm-hmm. and there are classified stuff, and we'll have to work through all that. It's all classified. Classified stuff. He gave classified stuff to this ghostwriter guy. We can't talk about classified. Joe can talk about classified. We'll lie about the classified, but that's, that's top secret. That's got to be compartmentalized. I can't do that. That is under active investigation. I mean, how many of these lines do you get? <laughs> You can't release it because if you release the transcript of Joe Biden's five hour interview with Robert Hur, everybody would see in painful detail why Robert Hur said painfully slow. There, there would be no more doubt. It would be undeniable. It already is undeniable. But they still think they've got you fooled even the slightest bit. So much, in fact, that they send out Dan Goldman. (laughs) This guy is outstanding as a Joe Biden cheerleader. Definitely, definitely wants to be a part of the future of the Democratic Party. What he says, it's just funny. I got it for you next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. So Dan Goldman goes into gaslighting overdrive. The, the hard thing 
And and when you teach your children about integrity and about honesty and how oftentimes telling the truth when you know you're going to get in trouble or you know in a in a bigger way, in a more visceral way that you're going to disappoint someone because of the decisions that you've made, that coming clean and telling the truth, at least you're allowed to walk away with some shred of dignity in whatever shameful act you might have done and and fessing up to it just tell the truth something that's very hard for a lot of children and apparently a lot of adults to figure out this is not the time when everybody can see the struggle the absent look on joe biden's face and we've known since the very beginning he wasn't mentally competent to manage a job that, if you look back in time, ages a president in four or eight years in such a remarkable way. It's got to be a wickedly stressful position if you're actually doing anything. For these people to still be carrying the water of the lie of Joe Biden's vigor or he's not done anything wrong. Don't look at Joe. Look at Donald Trump. He's the one you should be looking at. It's, it's very obvious to us. Those of us who've been paying attention for a long time and those of us who are newly awakened. Dan Goldman said this, though. Uh, he is on, is he on MSNBC or is he on CNN? I forget. He's on with... I believe it's CNN. CNN. And so he's going to talk about how Joe Biden uh, in his classified documents, there's, there's no evidence whatsoever. There's no evidence of election fraud. There's no, these absolutes are always a tip off. If you're absolute when people are asking questions, you look very suspicious. But this is just an all-out lie as Dan Goldman is trying to try to run interference for Joe Biden intentionally and willfully stealing classified documents from Congress, from the White House, and from God knows where else. Here you go. There's a significant distinction that you have to draw between documents that uh, have classified markings on them and President Biden's notes taken from classified documents that he would uh, either use for a memo. He gets the presidential daily briefing. He can take them back and forth to his home. There are different rules for the vice president than there are for someone like me who gets access to classified information, but yeah. only in a skiff. And so on their face, those notes would not have markings and it would not necessarily be obvious that they contain oh. classified information. God. And so there's no evidence here that he was intentionally holding on or had any intent to disclose <laughs> this information, you know, beyond uh, the the immediate realm that he held. Do you guys want to be the one to tell him or do you want me to? Because we, we can do it together. I'll just call the congressional hotline. As to be connected to Congressman Goldman's office and just leave a, a quick message. You suck because your overdrive gaslighting campaign isn't working. I would remind the congressman that this is the first two paragraphs of special counsel Robert Hur's report, which I'm sure Dan Goldman has a copy of. He says he didn't intentionally. No, he didn't try to. He didn't know. He wasn't sure. The 40 years that he was a senator and all the other stuff that he was doing that was zero. All the times he'd stole stuff from the skiffs and all. He didn't know. Yeah. 
I had no idea that these papers I put in my pants, I shouldn't have had in my pants. I'll read that to you, Congressman, in the off chance that you're watching. Here we go. Executive summary. Ah, here we go. We conclude that no criminal charges are warranted in this matter. We would reach the same conclusion even if Department of Justice policy did not foreclose criminal charges against a sitting president. This is the big part, Dan. Bing, bing, bing. Our investigation uncovered evidence that President Biden willfully retained and disclosed classified materials after his vice presidency when he was a private citizen. These materials included marked classified documents about military and foreign policy in Afghanistan and uh, notebooks containing Mr. Biden's handwritten entries about issues of national security and foreign policy, implicating sensitive intelligence sources and methods. Sensitive intelligence sources who can be outed and eliminated, whose lives clearly are now put in danger by a senile man who long ago thought he could operate with, without the confines of the law, that he's better than that. And we're saying now, he's so old and feeble, nobody would find him guilty, so we'll just let him pass and know full well what he did. Dan, honest to God, when you look in the mirror, don't you ever get that feeling? Because I've had it a couple times and I know I lied to somebody and I needed to, and it freaking ravaged me. It kept me up at night. It made my stomach sour. I did not want to eat. And it was so bad, I had to step forward and admit. And the punishment for that was worse than what I had originally done. No worries whatsoever. Even as we have, of course, CNN, who's been given the green light here to say, special counsel report concludes Biden willfully retained classified information, but will not face charges. It's all so exhausting, isn't it? It's all so beyond disappointing. It's predictable. It's gotten to the point where big, big cataclysmic errors, failures, corruption, bribery, money laundering, blackmail, it all just seems so ho-hum, doesn't it? Well, coming up next on the third hour of the Wendy Bell Radio program, we of course do know that creating chaos is a pivotal part of the plan to destroy America. Did you hear what happened at Joel Osteen's church, the mega church in Texas over the weekend? I got some some news for you. Good guys with guns. Amazing how it works. Next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network.